Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to another episode of Blush. I can't do a sexy voice. I'm Tiffany and I'm here with my co-host Heva. Heva, how are you? Hi guys. I'm doing really well. Um, so this week for our intro, we're not going to talk about V's like usual. Good. I need a break. <laughs> but it does involve pussies. So, you know. Last weekend... I was out on a date with a guy. It's our third date. We can call him SoCal Guy. Oh. And yeah, he's from SoCal. We're, you know, just having conversation, having drinks. All of a sudden, I have this flashback to last episode and something Tiffany had said about asking. I mean, this was advice for men, but, you know, whatever. Um, Asking about their exes so you can find out what went wrong in the relationship and what they weren't getting and stuff. And so it all of a sudden hits me and I'm like, oh, shit, I should ask him about his ex. So I ask him about his ex. Turns out the reason they broke up is because she was super, super Christian. So I've got that covered which is <laughs> by virtue of, you know. <laughs> but it led to this really deep conversation about exes and me being crazy. And he really seemed to understand the type of crazy that I am very well. Oh, I love that. Really nice. Yeah. He was like, do you find yourself like testing people? I was like, oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Every fucking day. <laughs> I'm a fucking nightmare to date. (laughs) I'm so happy you know this about me already. (laughs) But so the conversation is flowing so well. It kind of turned into one of those situations where we kept ordering more drinks because the conversation was flowing so intensely and so deeply. Mm -hmm. Really because of the advice that you gave last episode. It was this, yeah, it was this opening for this really deep connection. So I remember the last two rounds when the waiter came over, he's like, yeah, let's get another round. And like, I could tell he's kind of like, yeah, I don't want to end the conversation. Yeah. And I also didn't want to end the conversation. So I'm like, yeah, let's get another round. And the last two rounds, I remember thinking, Heva, no, you're past oh, your limit. No. Do not get another round. And I'm like, oh, whatever, I'll just eat more. No, uh, I'm hammered, hammered. And next to our table on the wall... There's a framed photo of some cats. Now, honestly, I'm going to put this picture on our Instagram page because I think the story doesn't make a ton of sense until you see the cat photo. And then you'll understand 
why things had to go down the way that they did. Oh, God. I'm nervous. I don't know why my heart is pounding for some reason. What did you do? <laughs> this picture is framed on the wall, but the frame, for whatever fucking reason, is screwed in to the wall. And so I'm like, hey, SoCal guy, uh, I'm going to steal this cat photo. And he's like, okay, cool, we can do that. And I was like, yeah, yeah, like get to unscrewing it. So he's trying to subtly unscrew it. And he's like, listen, I can't unscrew it. It's really screwed in. So I was like, "Ah, let's switch seats. Like, let me get to it. I can handle it. So I sit there, I try to unscrew it. Obviously, if he can't unscrew it, obviously all like 80 pounds of me can't unscrew it. And then, so I'm like, give me your keys. I'll use it as a makeshift screwdriver. I'll unscrew it. He gives me his keys. I can't do it. So I'm like, give me a card that's thinner. I'll be able to get it in. No, card is too flimsy. Can't do that. So then he's like, why don't we just offer to pay for it? And I was like, okay, okay, that's a good idea. But there's a possibility that he could say no. I think we need to add layers to this story. So here's what we're going to do. I'll go to the bathroom. While I'm in the bathroom, you to the waiter be like, listen, I've gone out with this girl a bunch of times. She won't fucking put out. She really likes this cat photo. Let me just buy the fucking cat photo for her and get this bitch in bed, okay? Yeah, I love <laughs> that. So, yeah, it's, it makes sense. It makes total sense. You guys will bro out together, maybe talk shit about me, whatever. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I just want the fucking cat photo. That's all I care about. <laughs> I don't care how much my name has to be tarnished in the process. <laughs> and so I go to the bathroom. He talks to the waiter and he texts me. He's like, listen, it's a no-go. Come back. And our waiter, in all fairness, wasn't that good at English, which I think was part of it. So I think he didn't fully get the story that we had invented. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So he was like, no, like come back and talk to the manager. So we had pretty much resigned and given up on the cat photo. Yeah. And about this point, I start blacking out. But the only thing I remember from the entire rest of the night is right when we're about to leave, I don't know, some kind of demon possessed me or something. And I was like, nope, not without the cat photo. And I just (laughs) reach for the wall, take the entire picture frame in my hand and yank it off the wall. No! Oh my God, no. Also, I would totally do that. Did it come off? It came off. The picture frame broke. Glass flew everywhere (laughs) it's a tiny place everyone is turning around and staring at me honestly I have to just say I can't even believe I was able to yank it off the wall it was really screwed in there I think it was one of those things like you have you heard of when mothers like have like their baby trapped under a car they're able to lift an entire car yeah I love that this is the comparison (laughs) you're giving but fair enough you fucking hulked out I hulked out for the fucking cat photo. Again, this story is going to seem a lot crazier until you see the cat photo. And I think when you see the cat photo, you'll be like, okay, I fully understand why she had to do this. So glass flies everywhere. Everyone's staring at me and I'm just standing there. Oh my God. (laughs) And I was like, I'm 
so sorry <laughs> and everyone's still staring at me and then I'm 90% sure I just decided to self-ban myself from this <laughs> restaurant I was like don't worry I promise I will never <laughs> come back here they're not gonna allow you back but I love that you set that precedent <laughs> <Yeah>. anyways <laughs> like let me just preempt this and then I reach in between the all the shards of glass <laughs> and wood and pull out the cat photo and I was like I'll just be going now bye wait what did your date say are you going on another date or was that the nail in that coffin I don't remember anything beyond that I have no idea how I got home I wake up around 5 a.m in bed and I was like what the fuck happened last night how did I get in bed how like I remember nothing oh god and I lay there for one second all of a sudden I was like holy shit I stole a photo of a cat (laughs) off of the wall you're also not a cat person that sounds like something I would do I don't know where this came from I also do not destroy private property and I generally behave myself in public for sure have you talked to him yeah but I mean really in the moment I was like oh my god he might never want to speak to me again like he might prefer girls who know how to handle their liquor and don't vandalize restaurants yeah yeah fair enough but even at that moment I was like you know what still fucking worth it for the cat photo (laughs) at 9 a.m he texts me and writes that cat photo laughing crying emoji wait I like him I know I wrote back I was I wrote back this really long paragraph I was like I'm so sorry like I don't usually behave like that I usually know my limits it's just the conversation was flowing so well I didn't want to stop I'm so so sorry like I really don't act like that and he's like oh my god do not apologize it was the funniest thing ever and then later in the day he's like can we just go around restaurants in New York and pull shit off of the wall from now on yes I love him done he might be the one I mean (laughs) SoCal guy way to fucking win that situation yeah any man that can tolerate my drunken crazy behavior is an A plus man right and add to that that he's a good fucking communicator Oh, there you go. Yeah, we're back again with the communication. Yeah, except this time, this episode is targeted at women. And before we get into this episode, I just want to give a quick disclaimer and address this because we recognize that this podcast in general and these two episodes specifically are very gender and heteronormative. Really, the reason is because we, this podcast is speaking about our experiences, and we are two cisgendered straight women, and so our experiences are that. That being said, I also don't think that that's a valid excuse, and we do want to be inclusive of the LGBTQ community, and we want to reach a a wider audience, and we... The last thing we ever want to do is have someone listen to this episode and feel excluded and left out. And so I think it would be really helpful for us if members of the LGBTQ community could write in about their experiences and any tips or anything they want us to address. And in the future, when we do bring on guests, we're going to try to be really mindful of that and bring on guests that can expand 
our own viewpoints, but uh, we just wanted to address it up front. Absolutely. A hundred, a hundred percent for sure. Yeah. So now that we've gotten that out of the way, <laughs> let's, let's continue yeah. with the gender and heteronormativity. <laughs> Last episode, we talked directly to men on how to wrap a woman around their penis. And now, <laughs> and now we are telling the ladies how to get a guy to do whatever you want, however you want, wherever you want, in wherever you want. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're speaking directly to you. And you know, it might, it might be a kind of a tough conversation because I think Heva and I can say right off the bat, we've made these mistakes. As Heva said, we're speaking on our own personal experiences. These are things that we've learned, that we've done, that we fucked up. And now we're like, don't do this. Do that instead. It works better. I mean, I need this episode as much as anyone because, listen, last week we really shat on a man that we call bad communicator but I will fully own that every bad communication thing he has done, I've also done. So I'm not a good communicator either. I'm not great at texting either. I don't respond to texts all the time. And when I want to raise an issue, I don't do it in an empowered and chill and normal way. I do it in a weird and fucked up way. So <laughs> I really need this episode. We all do, though. That's so normal. And especially as women, we kind of go to our emotions immediately. And I think we can learn a lot from men where we can scale that back in a lot of ways. Yeah, definitely. Also for this episode, we pulled a bunch of men, both listeners and non-listeners, a lot of different types of guys, you know, really sweet, emotionally available guys, more fuckboy types, more avoidant types. And we also pulled some queer women. So we should start with how we did last week, where sliding into DMs. Yes. Heva, you've become like a low-key pro at this. Listen, I am currently, what's the right word for this? Uh, in love, obsessed with, uh, cohabitating with, I don't know, really fucking into a guy who you might recall from last episode that we call Van Guy, who I met because I slid into his DMs. And in fact, today he was like, so that sliding into DMs, you really don't do that often, do you? And I was like... <laughs> like there's an entire podcast where I talk about how much I do this. <laughs> so I was like, uh, I think I've done it like once or twice before maybe. <laughs> I could yell at some of my single friends. I'm like, are you sliding into guys DMs? And they're like, no, I don't know what to say. What do I do? I'm just like, honestly, honestly, men have to put in work. It, you don't have to do anything. You can just say, hey. As women, this is the most underutilized tool. And I will say from talking to a lot of women who listen to this podcast, it seems like part of the issue is who the fuck do you even DM? And so I have three tips for that. First one is if there's someone that you know of that you're into for whatever reason, you watch him on a TV show, whatever, fucking slide into his DMs. What's the worst that'll happen? He probably won't respond. Who cares? I mean, my last real boyfriend, the comedian, I met because I slid into his DMs because I knew him from the comedy thing that he did. 
Tiffany with soccer player. She slid into his DMs. She knew him from the soccer that he plays. <laughs> yeah, I knew him from literal soccer. <laughs> Someone that has a large following, are they going to be responding immediately? Probably not. But if you slide in, there's a solid chance if he looks at your profile and he likes what he sees because men are really visual. Like when it comes down to it, if you don't have at least four or five pictures of yourself, like face, full body, looking really cute, he probably won't respond. Like that's just a fact if he doesn't know what you look like. But as long as you have sort of like the bare minimum and he likes what he sees, I have so many friends that have slid into celebrity DMs and you'll be shocked by how many respond. It is not that crazy at all. Yeah. I mean, we're living proof right here. Tiffany and I are nothing special. Me especially. I mean, no, not at all. And actually the, the guy that I slid in because I asked him, I was like, do you respond to every girl that DMs you? And I will say when I originally DMed him, it was not with like anything. It was not with any sort of like flirty or anything like that. I was just excited that the team that he plays for won. And he was like, look, I'm not going to lie to you. I get a lot, a lot of DMs from girls I don't respond to all of them I respond to very few but I have responded for sure yeah so you may as well try it's the most low risk thing you can do you don't have to go for the blue check mark guys Another way to do it is look at geotags of places close to you or places that you like if there are like cool parks or Uh, bars or any coffee shops, whatever, anything near you that you really like, look at the tagged pictures of those locations and see if you find anyone there. I have a friend who did this recently. She found a couple of guys that she DM'd. I love that idea. That's so fucking smart. And look, I would say pick expensive places. Pick guys that are going to like nice restaurants. Like don't pick guys that are going to like your favorite like shitty fast food place around the corner. (laughs) Another thing, look at hashtags that you like. I found Van Guy because I randomly follow these New York City street basketball hashtags because I just I think they're really fucking cool pictures. And that's how I found him. Another way, something I've done, I don't really follow a lot of accounts on Instagram. I mean, I do follow a lot of accounts on Instagram, but they're all like vegan food accounts that follow me or my friends that follow me. I don't follow interesting, like, I mean, not that my friends aren't interesting, but I don't follow other cool accounts. But I look at, I find that a lot of guys follow really interesting people on Instagram. So I look at, some of my guy friends and the guys that they follow and I'll just go down that list. So that's another approach. Yes. Do a deep dive. Like when you're watching someone's stories and you see a cute guy like alone, sad in the background, DM your friend and be like, who the fuck is that? I'm trying to get with him. Pay attention because it's all there in front of you. You just have to be aware of it. Yeah, absolutely. As far as what to say, what would you say, Tiffany? I mean, you said you could say, hey, but I think you could say a little more than that. Yes, you could say a little bit more than that. But I would really put emphasis on your Instagram page because literally you could like send him like an exclamation point. 
the first thing he's going to do is look at your page. Like, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. That's just how men operate. So I used to do this, like tag my location in my bio, just so like, it's really obvious where you live. He doesn't have to like do a deep dive on that. Have good pictures of yourself. Even if there's some good stories that you could put as highlights. So if you don't have anything in your story, put stuff there that when, if someone looks at it, they get like a decent idea of what your personality is. If it's someone that you know from something you can comp like, oh, I, I love your comedy. I love this. I love that. You know, with Van Guy, he has these really beautiful traveling pictures. So I think my first DM to him was like, oh, your Instagram is so beautiful. Your pictures are so beautiful. Something like that. And we just got to conversation. I would say as homework, every single woman listening DM five people. And I say five because four probably won't respond. So just play the odds. Honestly, I was talking to one of my single friends this week and I was like, are you dating? Are you going out on dates? And she was like, "Eh, you know, I'll make a date once a month. That's 12 guys a year. Your odds are shit if you do that. Think about that. Those are terrible odds that you're going to meet someone if you're only interacting with 12 men out of 365 days of the year. You need to plant more seeds. Not every seed sprouts, but if you plant enough seeds, a few will. Okay, so let's say you found a guy. You're now in the early dating stages. Can we talk about communication in those times? Just start off and say, no guy gives a fuck about your feelings. (laughs) I don't think I've ever had a guy care genuinely care about my feelings until he said I love you. Like he might have said he did, but he he didn't. So to <laughs> piggyback on that and maybe make it a little more wellnessy, <laughs> you could be like having a total breakdown. He's be like, I don't give a fuck. I haven't been inside of you. I don't care about what's going on inside of you. <laughs> Okay, so studies show that (laughs) people who are more masculine, energetically, physically, whatever, tend to respond better to prompts about what they think rather than what they feel. So a good communication tip that's come from a lot of dating coaches that I've known is when you're talking to a more masculine person, men, you know, whatever, I don't know, a woman who's more in touch with her masculine energy, whatever, you want to, instead of being like, oh, how do you feel about this? What do you think about this? Actually, a really good line I was given by a dating coach once, I think I've mentioned this in an earlier episode, but I'll mention it again. If you're dating and things are getting physical, but you're not ready for sex yet, a really good way to handle that, what to say, would be start with something where you're showing appreciation because, again, more masculine, energetically people really appreciate being appreciated. So something like, I really appreciate the time we've spent together. Or I really appreciate whatever. And then add in a but, I don't feel comfortable getting physical until I get to know you better And then end with a, what do you think? So you can talk about your own feelings and that you don't feel comfortable getting physical, but ask him what he thinks at that point. Don't be like, what do you feel? What do you think? Yeah. And, you know, speaking of sex and we're talking about communication, you should 100% communicate what you like in the bedroom 
and also find out what he likes. And I'm telling you right now, these are major, major deal breakers. A friend of mine a few months back went on a date with a guy and he was super into threesomes and she's not. And I was like, well, I mean, that's obviously not going to work. Like find that shit out very early because guys have specific wants and needs and it's not going to change. And if it's something that you're not willing to do, there's no point in wasting anyone's time. Another note I'll add for early dating is read the room and read the person. So if you have a guy who's quieter and more shy and maybe a guy who's a little more in touch with his feminine energy, note that you might have to be a little more clear and aggressive. So I actually have that with Van Guy, and we've been talking about it a lot in the past 24 hours because I was like, I've been throwing myself at you for the past month or two or however long we've been talking. Like, how do you not see this? And he's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Name one example of you throwing yourself at me. And I was like, well, I told you that the reason I DM'd you was because I thought you were cute. And he's like, okay, that's that's you throwing yourself at me. He's like, I had no fucking clue you were into me until last night. So, I mean, and in my mind, I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I have made it so clear that I was into you, but just know that if he is that type of guy, you have to kind of be more clear about the fact that you like him. I love that point. I think in general, it's always good to be really clear about where you stand because men don't want to deal with like the riffraff and the bullshit and, you Mm -hmm. know, going around the subject. Just be straight up. I don't think you should ever be afraid of telling a man exactly how you feel about a situation. And obviously say it in a nice way. If there's something that he does that you think is inappropriate, if there's something he says that you don't like Or if he does something that you like and you want to give him positive reinforcement, just be straight up. You don't have to like, you know, dilly dally and play that game and be like, be coy in some ways, but be straight up because honestly, men really fucking appreciate that. Men don't want to put in work. That's the thing. Every man I've met is inherently emotionally fucking lazy. Like, I love you guys, but you just are. And they don't want to deal with complicated bullshit. Like, they want a woman that's like, this is what I like. This is how the fuck I like it. Just do this. And they're like, okay, set, done. I'll fucking do it. I'll make you happy. They just don't want to have to figure shit out. Yeah. And especially what Tiffany said about if there's something that you like, reinforce it, reward him. I mean, men are like dogs. <laughs> reward you when they do something well when they sit on command you give them a treat yes and similar thing here 100%. if they do something you like show appreciation men like to be appreciated if he's always on time throw that out there i mean one of my regrets with bad communicator is he was always on time he was never flaky i should have communicated how much i appreciated those things so you know i know you're listening I appreciate those things. (laughs) My current boyfriend, he's so good at positive reinforcement. And at first it took me back because he'd give it to me over like nothing. Like I would literally do the bare minimum be like, oh, great job, Tiffany. And I was like, 
I don't even know what I did. It was like the dumbest fucking shit ever. I was like, God, am I that stupid that I need it? But then I was like, oh, it's kind of cute. That's what he wants. He wants positive reinforcement. So he's kind of giving it to me, even though I don't really need it. And now I'm like, oh, everything he does, I'm like, you did amazing, sweetie. Like, you're so (laughs) great. And he is. He is amazing in every single way. But men love to hear it if there's anything they do especially if you ask for them to do it especially if you told them to do something and they do it you have to acknowledge it and look I'm saying all of this and I'm not perfect there's probably a lot more I can be saying and doing but every time I've done it I'm like good I'm glad I fucking did that it worked yeah definitely and people in general like to feel good about themselves. So why wouldn't you want to be with someone who sees and appreciates the things that you do well? Often we do appreciate these things. We're just not communicating them. So why not just throw out a, hey, good job? There's so many guys, single guys I've talked to where they've taken a girl out for drinks and like maybe they got an app on a first date and the girl never said thank you. And honestly, I get it. I get that they're supposed to pay. Like I get, I get all of that girls. Like I'm fucking with you. It's the bare minimum, but be appreciative because I'm telling you that is a real sensitive thing for men. And so many single guys have said that to me and it's the biggest turnoff. If he buys you one fucking cheap ass beer, just give him a thank you. Like, are you buying him the beer? We're not you know, we're not fucking doing it. They're doing it. And we should be thankful about that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I don't even bring my wallet out on dates. Like I, I just assume that I'm going to be paid for, but guess what? The moment that he pays for the check, I throw out a thank you. And then the next day when he texts me, I again say, Hey, thank you for drinks last night. Be appreciative. So let's say you're dating for a while, but you have no idea where the relationship is going and you're starting to, you know, pull a heva and like freak out and you have no idea and you want more clarity. Tiffany, do you think there's a good way for the woman in this situation to bring up the topic of maybe being exclusive or just defining the relationship in general? You know, I go back and forth on this so much because I've made so many mistakes when it comes to this. I've become really emotional. I've made threats. Like, I've threatened the entire relationship. I've gotten really upset. And at the end of the day, I regret none of it. (laughs) I actually think you should stand your ground. I think if you are ready to be exclusive with the guy but here's the thing genuinely fucking ready not like you guys have gone on two three dates I'm talking you guys have been consistently seeing each other there's no one else you want to be with you know he's in as well but for whatever reason you guys just haven't had that conversation I don't think there's anything wrong with straight up bringing it up and I think with men, we were like, be a little bit more hesitant or just, you know, give her the benefit of the doubt. I think as women, we can be a little bit more firm about it because I Mm -hmm. think men need to realize like you can't fuck with our time and either you're in or you're out and he will know. A man will know. And if he's unsure, then he's fucking out. 
And all of the people that we polled pretty much were like, just be direct. Like, don't tiptoe around it. Don't beat around the bush. Don't have this awkward conversation where you're fishing for something without directly saying, that's the Heva special. I've done it so many times. I'm not trying to insult anyone who's doing it. I've done it so many fucking times where I'm just kind of like awkwardly beating around the bush and bringing things up without being direct. No, you need to be direct with men. Men could fall down a barrel of tits and come out sucking their thumbs. They need, they're not (laughs) good at the beating around the bush game. You got to be direct. Yeah. And if he wants to keep you in his life, then he agrees to it. And if he doesn't, then you're out. Yeah. That's a big thing. I think for us women for communication, if you're going to bring up something that is a deal breaker for you, then you better fucking be willing to walk. And if I sound harsh about this, it's because I'm talking to myself because I have done this so many times. I mean, with Bad Communicator Guy, there was a time before New Year's Eve where I just all of a sudden got it in my head that if he doesn't spend New Year's Eve with me, that means he doesn't like me and doesn't want to be with me. So we should end it right this second. And basically, I was kind of trying to end things with him because I was like, well, you're not going to spend New Year's Eve with me. So there's no point in doing this. But I also, at the time when I brought it up, wasn't empowered enough to actually walk away. So I was just having one of those super awkward conversations. And I mean, in the end, he did spend spend New Year's Eve with me, but (laughs) it wasn't because of my strong communication skills. And I definitely came off as crazy and not that likable in that conversation. And I want you guys to do better. So if you're going to bring up something, you better fucking be willing to walk away. Yeah. But with that said, on the flip side of that, I do think you need to have a level of patience with men. Like if it is a guy that you genuinely really care about and you firmly believe like this is someone I can really see my future with, you have to realize that men sometimes move at different paces. Like it's not all like the romantic comedies, right? Like it's it, mm-hmm. it gets a lot more complicated than that. And if you communicate something and you feel like it's not sinking in, sometimes with men, like they need to hear it like 50 hundred times. <laughs> Mm-hmm. yeah men need repetition and they need to really figure it out and you just have to be patient and I'm not saying put up with bullshit do not put up with bullshit but just be patient and realize that you may not get the instant gratification that you think you want but that's kind of life in general that's very true and in general I'm not a huge fan of ultimatums I think no. it makes people super uncomfortable so when I say be willing to walk away I don't mean call him up and be like, hey, we're either going to be exclusive or I'm walking away. Definitely don't use those words. I just mean in your mind, be ready to walk away. For sure. And also really make sure you want what you're fighting for. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we think we want something and really it's just societal pressures that's putting that on us. And really deep down, we don't give a shit. I think a lot when I was younger, I wanted my boyfriend to be doing certain things because I thought that's what a boyfriend was supposed to do, like all the romantic grand gestures. And then I realized I was like, I don't fucking like that shit. Like, I think it's super corny and uncomfortable. And I'm asking for these things that I don't even fucking want. Yes. Right. Like have an honest conversation with yourself first and be like, do I want this or is society telling me I want this? 
Yes, that's such a good point. And we talked about this on Valentine's Day, but there's just so much comparison that we do as women of like, oh, my boyfriend did this for me. Oh my God, get yourself a guy who does this. Get yourself a guy who does this. No, get yourself a guy who does the things that actually mean something to you, not who does something that means something to your best friend, Brenda. Fuck Brenda. Brenda isn't in the relationship. Who gives a shit what Brenda is into? Yeah. So let's say you've gotten through all this. You're in a relationship. Conflicts inevitably arise. Especially if you're dating me or Hiva. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, just run and hide. I don't. <laughs> so number one, I think this can save a lot of conflict from arising. There's this big issue that I'm sure everyone knows about, which is that women like to vent and men like to problem solve. And I think a really good way of getting around this is if you just want to vent and you don't want advice preface that up front and be like, hey, do you have a couple of minutes to just sit and listen to me vent? Listen to me unload to you? Boom, done. Then they know they don't have to be in problem solving mode. You could just vent a little and you guys can move on. A thousand percent. I fully fucking agree. And honestly, you should always ask that. I remember Bad Communicator did that to me once. Uh, He was really stressed about something. And I was like, oh, yeah, what's going on with that? And he's like, do you have a couple of minutes for me to just unload to you? And I was like, yeah, of course I do. Like, of course. It's just it's really nice and appreciative of their time. We should do that with our girlfriends, too. We should do that with everyone. Instead of just bombarding and unloading to people, just be like, hey, do you have space right now for me to unload to you for a minute? Yeah, 100%. I love that. I had a friend I was talking to this past weekend, and, and something had happened, and she was like, Tiffany, like, I'm worried my boyfriend might get mad at me. Do you think he's going to get mad at me for this? And it was something really small. Like, it was just not that big of a deal. She's like, what do you think I should say to him? Like, should I talk it out? She kind of explained to me the situation. It seemed like it seemed like everything was kind of clear and it wasn't that big of a deal. And I was like, look, here, here's my advice. If, if a guy you're worried might get mad at you and there's really nothing you can do about it, it's just something stupid and petty, just suck his dick (laughs) like there's no other solution like guys sorry that was that's my that was my advice to her i was like he's your boyfriend look there's nothing you can do about this situation you're gonna do something that might irk him it's really not that big of a deal in the long run just look men are very sexual and like in all seriousness though even though when my girlfriends come to me and they're having issues in their relationship and they're like should we talk about it like how do I broach this and the first thing I ask I'm like how often are you guys having sex they're like well and obviously everyone has sex it's different right it's it's relative I go are you having the same amount of sex as usual whatever that usual is for you I'm telling you I almost want to say 10 times out of 10 it's no I'm like, well, there's your Mm -hmm. fucking problem. And I do think it's good to talk about shit. I think it's so fucking important. But when it's little things, when it's like not that big of a deal, and if there's anything I've learned being in a long-term committed relationship is usually it's not that big of a deal. There's very few times you really need to sit down and have a serious fucking conversation. Sex can solve it. (laughs) (laughs) It really can. Don't underestimate the value of sex when it comes to getting what you want from your man in a relationship 
it's it's just as valuable as communicating with him and in a lot of ways sometimes more valuable <laughs> he was like jesus christ tiffany i i i don't disagree I don't disagree. Oh, I, I, yeah, I, I think there's a lot of value in that. Um, I'm not going to add to that. I think <laughs> Tiffany very eloquently wrapped up that point. I'm just going to casually move ahead to some other things. Um, <laughs> we're like out of health and wellness now, by the way, officially, they just removed us. Well, I think the final nail in the coffin was when we did an entire episode <laughs> basically giving advice on how to gaslight. Because that's how I remember <laughs> the episode, right? I mean, it was kind of like, are you being gaslit? But like now, uh, the way I remember the episode is like, oh, how can I gaslight this person? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so to bring a little wellness <laughs> back in so that Apple doesn't kick us out. Um <laughs> One thing I would really advise, and uh, I wholeheartedly hope that I take my own advice the next time this situation arises, is when you're pissed off about something, wait until you're cooled down before diving into a conversation. I have never done this. Never um, done that. I can tell you <laughs> that if I ever did, I probably wouldn't be single all the time. So unless you want to be an incel like me. <laughs> I've never done that. I don't know how to. I've gotten better. But I mean, when I'm heated, it's like it's done. Yeah. I think one thing that's really good is when you're in a calm state, Figure out some things that help you calm down, whether it's venting to a girlfriend, going for a walk, playing an instrument, cooking a meal, uh, playing a game. I don't care what it is. Find some self-soothing tactics that work for you and maybe write some reminders to yourself for the moment when you are heated and you're seeing red and you don't know what to do to remind yourself. Maybe you just be like, hey, I don't want to be like Kiva. I don't want to be single all the time. Stop. Like I want to be no. <laughs> in an adult sexual relationship. And the only way for me to do that is to not fucking blow up at people. So maybe just put a picture of me in your phone Stop. as a reminder to calm yourself down. But really, I mean... Listen, I know this is a, you know, rocks, glass houses situation, pot kettle situation, but I really, really want to take this to heart. And the next time that I am really explosively angry about something to take a beat, calm down and then come back and address it from a calm and rational place. A hundred percent. Also choose your battles. If you have to oh, go there, yes. make sure it's worth it. Yeah, I mean, really pick and choose your battles. I remember when I was younger and I'd hear all these couples fighting about the toilet seat being up or down. I was like, really? Who gives a shit? Like, do you really care that much? Just fucking look down for a second and see if the toilet seat is up or down. I mean, this is just as much on you as it is on the other person. Who just plops down on a toilet before looking at it? I got to a point where I was like, look, he's dealing with a lot of shit. I'm going to let a lot of stuff fly. Like, as long as he treats me with respect I like being treated a little bit like a princess as long as he can do that I really don't give a fuck about anything else toilet seats on fire I don't fucking care <laughs> <laughs> 
And another thing with conflict, a lot of the people that we pulled brought this up. They were like, listen, you can be mad at me, but you cannot be nasty to me. You can't call me names. You can't be derogatory. And as someone who has done that, and if you want an example of that, revisit episode three, where I read off a series of drunken texts that I sent to a guy I was seeing where I really... I mean, as he put it, he was like, listen, you're smart. So you knew exactly what I was insecure about. And you really picked at my insecurities. And it hurt me more than anyone's ever hurt me. Don't do shit like that. No, I mean, that's never worked in my advantage. If anything, it always comes back to bite you in the ass. I really think if you really want to get your way, instead of making him the victim, make yourself the victim. Uh, When I was first seeing Bad Communicator, uh, you know, last year, there was one night where we kind of talked about hanging out. In my mind, I figured we would go out to dinner, but he had dinner plans with a friend of his who I guess I later found out was like pseudo-suicidal and he definitely couldn't flake on that dinner. But I remember I was really pissed when I found out he had dinner plans. And at first I was kind of like tempted to just be passive aggressive or whatever. But then I remember talking to Tiffany and she was like, no, none of that's going to work. What you want to do is be cute and sweet and be like, oh, but I thought we were going to hang out. And she was like, that's much more likely to be successful than making him feel like an asshole. And imagine if I had. I mean, I later found out that he was having dinner with a friend who was pseudo suicidal. Like he couldn't have skipped that dinner and no amount of me making him feel like an asshole would have done that. Look, I love being a bitch and there is a time and place to really be a bitch and put your foot down. But these little things, it's not going to work. I think to conclude all of that, because I know we gave a lot of information and we tried to make it as similar to the way we talked to men. And look, ladies, when it comes down to it, obviously we're going to do whatever the fuck we want, right? Like <laughs> we, are, we don't give a shit when it comes down to it, but If you really want to make a relationship work, I think as women in some sense, and I've fallen victim to this, we want to have this boss bitch mentality and be really independent. And maybe this is controversial of me to say, just know I'm a really big feminist. Sometimes I think we've taken it a little bit too far. Like I think sometimes we've pushed that to a point where it's like, I don't need a man, fuck men and all this stuff. And I think we need to kind of bring it back. And Mm -hmm. I think when it comes down to it, it's okay to let a man take the lead. It's okay to be appreciative of what he does for you. And it's okay to let men do shit for you. Like, I know that's really hard for me. We're all super fucking independent. We all have careers now. But it's okay to let men have those roles. That doesn't take away our power Mm -hmm. as long as you're communicating what you want, what you expect, and he's treating you right. So all in all, be aggressive, go after him, slide into those DMs, tell him where you stand sexually, don't be afraid of being firm, don't be afraid of walking away, but also don't be afraid of letting a man in, of showing him how much you're into him, and being soft and needing him and it's okay it's okay to be soft like it's fine it's Mm -hmm. become so tough for us to do Mm -hmm. that and we are telling you it's okay yeah yeah definitely I love that that's I mean that's all of those things are 
advice that I need. So (laughs) I'm sure other people are on the same page. We hope this helped, ladies. I mean, if there's anything else that we left out or you have any questions, please DM us because, you know, this one was specifically for you. And on that note, we're ready for our review of the week. Ooh. Fierce and funny. Thank you. Thank you. I love this podcast. I feel like I need to be slamming Prosecco as I'm listening to my two besties chat. I love that <laughs> for you. slamming Prosecco because we're so psycho and it's the only way to deal with us. But cool, cool, cool. Uh, this also inspired me to slide into some DMs of yes. men that I've been admiring from afar. Thanks for that. Thank you, Queen, Queen for shit. sliding into DMs. It, in case you forgot, your homework is slide into five people's DMs this week. Yes, and throw in a celebrity just for fun. You never know. Wait, I think we know what the giveaway is, right? I think it's pretty fucking obvious what the giveaway is. If we're not giving this away, I'm fucking out. I'm done. Okay, well... Let's see, because I'm very passionate about this week's giveaway, and it means a lot to me. So if you listened to last week's episode, you might have a hint as to what this week's giveaway is, and it is a van. Oh, I was going to say the cat photo. Oh, fuck no. Are you kidding? (laughs) I went out of my way for that. No one is getting the cat photo but me. I will post a photo of the cat photo on our account. But no, the cat photo is mine. The van, on the (laughs) other hand, is my arch nemesis. I was originally planning on burning it down so that the owner of the van is stuck here with me. But I think a better approach would be to give it away. That way you guys get a van and... I get the man. Yes. Van guys. He was currently holed up in hold. Oh, well, he's holed up in her, but she's holed up with. This is a really fucking big ticket item. I mean, where we've gone from um, yeasty garlic to now vans, the escalation in giveaways is honestly like what a glow up we've had. And on that note, ladies slide into DMs, enter the giveaway. Win a van, win, win, win. Yes, win a van and get a man. Love you guys. Oh, oh, oh.